Hello, hello, everybody. How's it going? This is Dragon Azrin today. <laughs> that might sound incredibly bizarre. What the heck does that mean? This is Dragon Azrin. Well, you may remember, it might have been two or three podcast episodes ago, I was telling you about, in passing, I was telling you about this individual that my subconscious created called Dragon Azrin. So here's some backstory. Um, I have been doing a lot of meditation recently. I've done meditation for basically my whole life, but lately my meditations have taken a different turn and my subconscious has manifested this character in my mind that I, that I communicate with. And this character is called Dragon Azrin. And this Dragon Azrin is someone who guides, who guides me. And I talk to this character in my head, as crazy as it might sound, and it's been very, very helpful. I've made better decisions, and I can't quite describe in words what it's like. It's almost like, you know, it, it makes me question, what does it mean to be me? What does the word I actually mean? That might sound so bizarre. What does the word I actually mean? My friend who's into meditation and mindfulness, he was someone who said this to me very, very recently. And he posed this question, what does I mean? And in the moment, I thought to myself, what kind of silly question is that? But I find myself, I find myself wondering about that question now because I believe there's, there are two different forms of I. There are two forms of who me is. Form number one is this, is how you behave on, how you behave, excuse me, how we behave habitually on a day-to-day -day basis. That is one version of who I am. I am my body. I am, I am how I behave every day. I'm the words I say every day. A lot of it's automatic. It's habitual. It's our personality. It's our genes. It's our upbringing. It's our beliefs. It's our religion. It's, it's everything that encompasses who we are. But on but there's another part of I that is somewhere deep down inside. And my I at the moment is, well, one part of that I anyway, is manifesting itself as this dragon Azrin. And that's the, that's the part of me that when I get real damn quiet and I listen, that's the part of me that tells me the things that I actually need to be doing, which is fascinating. And sometimes I realize I need to do things that the conscious version of me would have never thought that I need to do, but it's the unconscious version that tells me this is what needs to happen. And that is the right decision that ends up being the right decision. It's, it's, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. And I can't quite explain it. Probably the best way to put it is something like this. Deep down inside, you always know what the right thing to do is. Deep down inside, I believe, at least for me, Deep down inside, I know what the right thing to do is. It's just a matter of getting quiet enough and going deep enough to hear that answer. When I was growing up, that was something my mom would sometimes say. She would say, you always have the answer inside of you if you're just willing to listen. I kind of understood as a kid. I didn't really know what she meant. But now I think I do. I'm, I'm starting to realize it because I will get the answer of, I'll hear answers, and not even hear, but the answers will pop into my mind quite magically. 
And often they're things that are very scary. They're things that would stretch my comfort zone, going back to the theme of yesterday's podcast. They're things that stretch stretch my comfort zone. Or initially I might, the conscious version of me thinks to myself, what the heck? Where did that come from? Is that really what I have to do? And even the conscious version of me at some level realizes that's what needs to happen, but it doesn't understand why that's what needs to happen. So I'll give you an example. I was upstairs and this is something this dragon Azrin, this is as silly as that may sound, that, that is what I call him in my head. This dragon Azrin says to me, Azrin, you need to aim for a certain sales figure in your business this year. And a sales figure that seems so crazy, ridiculously high. And this dragon Azrin has told me before, once or twice in the past, that this is the sales figure that you have to aim for. And it made no sense to me. I thought to myself, how would I ever get to that number? It doesn't make sense to me. I don't even know if that's possible. Can I do it? This dragon Azrin has also been telling me that I must, I must start to face certain insecurities and fears and weaknesses that I have. And he's told me it's time to do that. Yes, that needs to happen. You won't believe the crazy good things that will happen if you do it. And so I've started chipping away at it. This dragon Azrin has even told me some pretty ludicrous things which will make you laugh. But this dragon Azrin has told me God, certain things like, Azrin, I will eat you if you don't do that. You don't realize what I'm going to do to you if you don't do this task. It's actually very scary because I have a picture in my mind of this dragon. And this dragon will tell me, I will eat you. I will do this to you. This is not good if you do not do this. There are some dire consequences on the line. But if you do this, you don't realize the rewards at the, rewards at the end of that tunnel. If you do X, Y, Z things, you won't, you won't realize what the rewards lie at the end of the tunnel. You don't even know. You don't even know. You don't know the how I can reward you and the rewards you will see if you do this. It's like the, what's that word? There's that expression, the carrot and the stick. The dragon often is a form of both. It's a form of carrot and stick. And I, never, I didn't even understand consciously that thought process didn't make sense. I was like, why the heck would my subconscious say this to me? Why would the subconscious say, I will eat you. You don't even know the damage that I can do to you. Like what kind of, what kind of statement is that? Where does that come from? And it took me a couple of days until consciously one day I realized, oh, I get it. What that means is you don't, when the dragon says, I will eat you, that's a metaphor for the following, if you don't do these things, you don't realize the terrible, awful consequences that are waiting for you in the near to distant future. You don't even know how awful things will get if you don't do these X, Y, Z things. That's what that, that's a metaphor for. It's a metaphor for when I, when the dragon says, I will eat you. That's what it's a metaphor for. Does that make sense? And well, there's also the metaphor of the treasure, that the, the rewards you will see if you do X, Y, Z. That's just a metaphor for all the positive things. Well, that's not even a metaphor, really. It's just there will be plenty of positive things that happen if you listen. So I was upstairs and this dragon Azrin that I've my, my subconscious has created through different forms of meditation and such told me it's time to go downstairs and make a podcast. 
It's time to go make some content. You need to do that and you need to let me talk. And when I say you when I say you need to let me talk, that's Dragon Azrin telling Conscious Azrin, you need to let me talk, as in the dragon needs to talk and not Azrin. So I sat down, I got ready. I told my dragon Azrin, yes, I'm listening. The floor is yours. And so here we are. There are some general things that the conscious version of me knew that Dragon Azrin wanted to share. There were general things that, that I knew. I knew that he wanted to share, but there were other things that I wasn't quite sure. I could feel it inside of me, but I didn't exactly know what direction it's going to go in. It's kind of like this picture I saw posted, I believe, by an individual named... I want to say it's Adam Grant. I might have that wrong. But he posted this picture who was that was drawn by another artist, I believe. And it was a split-screen sort of picture where on the left-hand side there was a map, a, a very detailed map, with point A, B, C, D, E, F. And it was a map towards all the things that the pic the person in the picture wanted, whatever it was, financial success, relationships, <clears throat> security, less anxiety, everything that all of us wants. We're human. We're all not that different from one another. We all kind of want the same things, in essentially. We want very similar things, at least. We're not, we're different from each other, but we're not that different. We're all the same animal. We're all the same species. The same way that dogs kind of act in a similar way, while humans kind of act in a similar way. So on the left-hand side of this picture, there is a map, a very detailed map to all the things that this individual wanted. And on the right-hand side, there was an individual holding a compass. And the compass was pointing in a general direction. So the purpose, or rather the point of the picture was, you don't need an exact map to all the things that you want, because that's not exactly how life works. The way life works instead is you get a compass, and the compass sort of points you in the right direction. And as you start to move in that right direction, all the good things start to happen. All the things start to happen, and you make adjustments as you go. You just need the, you need to be pointed in the right direction, and you need to know, roughly speaking, where you're going. That's the, that's the big focus. It's not knowing every step of the way before you take any steps. It's not how it is. It's like walking in a dark tunnel and you've got some kind of a flashlight in your hand. And you can shine the flashlight and you can see maybe 15 feet in front of you. And every step you take, you can see one step further. And then you realize, ah, I see a wall there. That's not the right direction. Let me move the flashlight over here. Can I go in that way? Oh, looks like there's some pathway over there. Great, let me take a few steps. It's something like that. <clears throat> so this is a language learning podcast, of course, and so I do want to make sure we get we talk about we talk about language learning. The big thing I want to say today, it's building upon yesterday's podcast, is language learning is something that can be used as a as an excellent or rather a useful vehicle for personal development. Language learning is an excellent vehicle for personal development. It is. Because there are, as I said yesterday, there are so many things that for one to be a great language learner and to make progress in the language or languages that he or she is learning, in order for that to happen, there are a number of potential weaknesses, potential flaws, potential limits in your comfort zone. There are many things about yourself that you would potentially have to work on. And if you work on those things, you can become a much better, a much more effective language learner. 
I think that can be the case for a lot of different skills. Anything that you, you take very seriously can become a vehicle for that. And because this is a language learning podcast, I want to encourage everyone today that unless you are a, a highly experienced, a highly skilled language learner who has figured out language learning in a sense to a science, meaning you know how to do it, you can, you can do it really well. Unless you're someone like that, I, I do believe that it's this is a chance for you to use this as a vehicle for some personal development for yourself. If you're socially anxious, now is the time to use language learning to become less socially anxious. If you're the type of person who isn't very organized, you can use language learning to become a more organized person. If you're someone who struggles to communicate with others, use this as a way to communicate, with, learn to communicate with other people. You know, I was watching a, a lesson the other day with someone I know quite well, and this individual is learning French. And I was actually observing the lesson over over Zoom. And it 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 intrigued me, to say the least, because this person has some communication flaws. This person struggles in their day-to-day -day life to interact with others in their life. They, they struggle with this. And this individual has struggled with this for the vast majority of their life. And I made some comments such as, hey, afterwards, I made some comments to this person I know. And I said, hey, when you were in the class, often you were not speaking. And I should be more specific. Often you were not you were not speaking in situations where it would be appropriate to speak, meaning the person, the teacher would say something and it would be the appropriate thing would be to say something after the teacher said something. I hope that made sense. And then this person I know said, oh yeah, I guess that's right. And I walked this person through some examples. We discussed it further. You know, another example I gave was to this person was, when someone asks you a question, when the, to, when the teacher asks you a question, uh, or rather vice versa, when you ask the teacher a question and the teacher replies, you then have to follow up that question with another question or a comment based on what the person said, what the teacher said. This is not something that this person I know, this is not something that this person does naturally even in English, and it makes it difficult for this individual to make friends. So me giving that feedback has now opened a potential door to this individual who I know quite well. It's given this person the potential to now work on that weakness and that can benefit this individual in their personal life tremendously. And this person can have more friends, have more harmonious interactions with others. So I believe it's, I, I do believe it's, it's, it's important. I don't think there's anything else I want to say today, so I think let's wrap this podcast up. I know this might have been a different kind of podcast. I'm in a very different mentality recording this. I feel like I'm in the passenger seat and some subconscious part of me is driving the podcast. I'm curious to see what happens in my day-to-day -day life and my content and my business with my friendships. I'm very curious to see what happens because I feel, I feel different. That's the only word I can think of now. I feel different than I have in the past. This feels, I don't know. I feel like I'm becoming a different person in a very positive sense. I'm working on weaknesses I have. I am 
listening more to this deep part of me that seems to know what, that seems to have insights that I could have never imagined. And I suppose that's it. So we'll see what happens. I even encourage you to, I encourage you as well to, to try listening to that dragon part of you. And maybe it's not a dragon for you. That's just what my subconscious manifested. That's the image my subconscious manifested. For you, it might be a, who knows what it might be for you. When I was a kid, I had a, this sounds so odd, but I want to say it. When I was a kid, I had a, a spirit horse. I don't know where that came from. I don't know why. I can't remember much why I had a spirit horse, but I, my brain invented a spirit horse that would kind of be with me. I don't remember if it advised me or if I talked to it or if I don't even know what the purpose was, but I used, I, my brain manifested a spirit horse when I was really, really young. <clears throat> so for you, who the heck knows what it is? Maybe you're not quite as imaginative as, ma as imaginative as I am. And so maybe it's not, maybe you're not going to manifest some kind of creature or something that's, that you consult with or talk with or speak with or whatever the case is. Maybe for you, it's just a matter of sitting down and journaling and understanding and talking to yourself that way. But boy, I think there's, based on my experience so far recently, and really my whole life, not just recently, it's just been on a different level recently and it's taken a different form recently. But in my whole life, in my whole life, meditation, mindfulness, sitting with myself, listening to listening to myself. When I was a child, it used to be more things like, I used to use words such as God or the universe, or I used to use different words for it. Um, at some points, I'd call it more logic. At some points, I'd call it, well, make the right decision. There's a million and one ways to call it. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the end result ends up being the same. And the end result ends up being that you make the best possible decisions for you, for the people around you, for you and the people around you. That's probably the best way to put it. For you and the people around you. Because I have some odd theory that your subconscious your subconscious is seeing a lot more, is seeing a lot more than you can ever imagine. And it's absorbing a lot more you can ever imagine. It knows way more than you can ever imagine. So if you could learn how to tap into, if you could just get real damn quiet and listen to your subconscious, your subconscious, my theory based on my personal life experience is that your subconscious will tell you to do things and you may not even consciously exactly realize why it is. You might semi-realize it, but not fully. You won't be able to always articulate it immediately, but you'll know this is the right thing to do. Your subconscious has seen some pattern in your life and your subconscious has, has what's the word, connected some dots that you consciously have not done, but you unconsciously have done. And so if you can realize your unconscious is saying, you've got to do this, you can consciously, after the fact, figure out why, where's that thought coming from? But I think it's important to tap into your subconscious. That's really what this dragon Azrin is. This dragon Azrin is some form of my subconscious mind that is realizing things and telling me to do things. And, and I'm just learning more than I ever have before to tap into that subconscious mind because people are, 
it is my belief that every single person is capable of of more than they than they know more than they know everyone is capable of far more far more than they know that's been my that's been something that my subconscious mind is telling me recently that you don't even realize this is what i tell to myself you don't even actually understand how amazing you are and amazing in so many different ways amazing in the sense of potential is probably the best word how much potential you have going back to the title of yesterday's podcast you don't even realize the potential that's in you this is what this dragon azarin tells me you don't even you can't even quite fathom it you don't quite see it but there's so much in you and recently i've been thinking that man i actually think that's the case for everyone there's so much in us that hasn't manifested itself and we just need to bring it to the surface as quickly as possible and to do that we have to connect well what my dragon azarin is saying right now i've never had this this thought before but it's about connecting with your subconscious mind because your subconscious realizes way more than your conscious does and allows you to bring out so many positive qualities that you have and makes you can make you have and make me have it's not just you I'm talking to myself right now can make you have a far better life and have a far deeper impact on the lives of way more people than you could ever imagine that's the crazy thing it's it's crazy i'm fascinated by how much how much good is in a single human you know in the matrix if you've seen that movie this is the visual that came to mind you know in the matrix when the machines are feeding off of people one individual one human has all this electricity and nutrients and i don't even exactly remember what the machines fed off of but it's almost like each human being has so much in them that if you could squeeze it out the amount of power or energy or such that is released is unbelievable it's unbelievable what's inside of each and every each and every human and boy what's inside of us can can go in very dark 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 places and of course very light 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 places and everything in between and i find that the majority of us and this is probably in some ways not a bad thing but the majority of us are somewhere in between we have a, some darkness we succumb to we have some light that we dive into but i think that there's something i think there's something i think that by digging deep into our subconscious and listening and listening to our subconscious learning to do that allows us to move far more steps toward the light i believe you know and the opposite is true too the less we listen to our subconscious my initial thinking as of right now is that the less we listen to our subconscious and create fantasy live in fantasy worlds which is might be a topic for another day but if we live if we listen to our subconscious it allows us to take steps toward big giant leaps and and bounds toward the light faster than anyone could ever even imagine that's what my dragon azarin is saying right now and the opposite of that perhaps is some form of delusion I don't know if that's the exact opposite. I truly don't know if that's the opposite, but I I do believe it's important to bring this up. The op the something that's worth 
talking about at the same time, perhaps it is the actual opposite, is living in a delusional, completely delusional world, because that does a lot of, a lot of bad, because you know at some level deep down that you've created a false world that you're living in. I read this uh, short story with one of my English students, and it was about someone who created delusional worlds and tried to ignore the realities of this individual's life. The main character, one of the main characters, would do this. And in the end, he gets, he breaks down mentally and is stuck in a, in a, um, what do you call that place? In a, a mental, uh, in the mental, in a psych ward. There we go. The psych ward of a hospital. You know, I, I actually know someone who is the embodiment of someone who has consciously created a false world that this individual lives in. And boy, it's unhealthy. Boy, it's not good at all. It's not good at all. It's a pathway towards resentment and boy, resentment is not good. There's some things I would like to say, but boy, they're dark. They're dark, but <laughs> I'm going to keep those to myself. Let's just say that I do not believe it's a good thing to live in a, in a fantasy world. And we all live in a fantasy world to an extent, I believe. We all live in a fantasy world to an extent. <clears throat> but I believe it's important to take that mask off if we can take off those fantasy glasses and look at the real world as it is, as Neo does when he, when he, uh, in the matrix, right? Not just Neo, of course, but when people are unplugged out of the matrix, they get to see the real world and not some illusionary world, right? Which is what the people in the matrix are seeing when they're plugged in. They're living in a complete, they're living in a complete illusion. They're not in the real world at all, but it's important to live in the real world. I believe anyway. Okay, well, that's today's podcast. I don't know how this one turned out. Good, bad, different, weird, odd. I have no clue idea. No clue idea. I have no idea how this one ended up. I was not the one in... I was in the passenger seat today. I was letting a deeper part of me communicate today. So I'm curious to see what happens in my life over the next... Well, let's say the rest of my life, if I can keep this kind of thing up. But anyway, okay, have a wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed this. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.